for listening to the only podcast dedicated to the business of pharmacy. Welcome to the Pharmacy Podcast Show. You can find all of our episodes at pharmacypodcast.com. Hey, pharmacy community, this is Todd Urey with Pharmacy Podcast at the 2014 annual conference at the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Pharmacy, future is in the stars. And that's the concept of today's question is, how will provider status change our pharmacy industry? Hi, this is John Ference, Associate Professor of Pharmacy Practice at Wilkes University. Looking at the provider status question, I think that it's not going to change what pharmacists are doing on a day-to-day basis because we're already doing that. I think what it's going to do is bring recognition from payers and hopefully from the community at large of what we bring to the table as medication experts providing pharmaceutical care and pharmaceutical care services. So I view this more as a, uh, a needed boost from a public relations standpoint in the arm of pharmacy and pharmacy practice. Now you think, John, that... Um it's going to actually give pharmacists an opportunity to be paid for specific services that they're, um, that they're doing every day anyhow for uh, patients. Absolutely. This will give us the opportunity to, to get paid. It's, uh, rather than giving the milk away for free, so to speak, we'll right. have the opportunity to uh, be reimbursed for some of those services that we've always been d- giving away. Uh, and, and it's part of being a true healthcare professional is about knowledge and clinical skills, taking responsibility for patient care, but also being reimbursed in a fair manner. John, thanks for answering the question. I appreciate you being here. Thanks, Todd. How will provider status change our pharmacy industry? Hello, this is Karen Pater, current president of the Allegheny County Pharmacists Association and assistant professor at the University of Pittsburgh. And my clinical practice is in a family medicine site. And I think that Um, the national provider status change for pharmacists will empower us to provide better care for our patients the wonderful care that we are already providing patients nationally that we are not getting recognized for Um, I also think this will put us in a better position to collaborate with a greater number of providers as well as patients as we continue to promote the good services that we do for them it's it's amazing Karen because pharmacists have already been doing provider status things just like a physician just like a specialist just like a foot you know doctor throat doctor, whatever and medication specialists have never been given the credit monetarily but even from a being really accepted as part of that healthcare team and I personally think that provider status is actually going to force other healthcare professionals and healthcare systems to finally accept it. Absolutely, and I, I, as a part of that, I think that the um, healthcare community, as well as patients, to be honest, have such a narrow view of what a pharmacist does that um, this will really put us on the forefront to, as you said, have everyone accept what we do as a part of the healthcare team. No more arguments. Well, thank you so much for participating, Kara, and we'll see you next year. Thank you very much. Hi, my name is Rita Habib, and I'm a health system pharmacy administration resident at Allegheny General Hospital. I think that provider status will affect pharmacy by providing pharmacists with a direct level of patient interactions, and it will make reimbursement available, which will really complete the picture of pharmacists providing their expert services in medication therapy management and other counseling services. I think it's amazing that pharmacists have really been doing so many different types of services forever. 
and now provider status is going to give uh, this type of recognition so that they're accepted into this entire healthcare team per se as being a medication expert, um, which is something so necessary. My name is Ben Andrick and I'm a student at Duquesne University and I think the provider status will open the doors that we've been talking about in pharmacy for a long time. In school we've talked all to length at the the skills and what we can do as pharmacists to improve patient care and it's been a lot of theoretical and there's been a lot of application out there and you see pharmacists practicing this every day getting provider status would allow pharmacists to truly function at the top of our game and be the advocates for patient care and make those changes in our community that can truly improve the lives of all of our patients and really just move the profession forward so Ben, I think of the world of specialty pharmacy and once provider status is established, been around for one or two years, just imagine the type of specialty positions, clinical, research, hands-on, that are going to be created by this. I completely agree. I think it'll open doors that honestly we've been dreaming about for a while. You have pharmacists out there who have been trained in cardio cardiology, oncology, any kind of specialty and I think the provider status will finally give them an outlet to practice to the fullest of that potential, whether it be now oncology in an outpatient setting, in an inpatient setting, cardiology in a clinic. This will open the doors and finally allow us to do what we want to and be able to practice. Ben, thanks so much. You're such a huge supporter of PPA and we'll see you next year. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. My name is Eric Esterbrook. I am owner of Esterbrook Pharmacy and currently president of the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. The job pharmacists do has grown far beyond dispensing medications. A few examples are comprehensive medication reviews, chronic disease management, disease education, and prevention, and patient education. Pharmacists must be a part of the healthcare team in order for patients to get the full benefit of their medications. We must be recognized as providers. Eric, thank you so much for not only, um, obviously I'm a huge um, fan of independent pharmacy, give me a break, I mean that's all I do really, but nonetheless, thank you so much for your service for the PPA as well. Thank you, Todd. Hi, I'm Brandon Antonopoulos. Uh, I'm a PGY1 community practice resident uh, with the University of Pittsburgh in collaboration with uh, Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association where my role with PPA is working to advance the Pennsylvania Pharmacist Care Network. And what provider status uh, means to me, essentially, is uh, recognition. Um, I think that's the, the big thing on the national level, is, is recognition of pharmacists um, for the value that they provide in their services. Um, everyone agrees that, at least within our industry, that we reduce healthcare costs. Uh, we've shown that. Um, and we, we also help achieve outside stakeholders, their quality metrics, and their outcomes that they're, they're looking to achieve as well. Um, and it's already, it's already happening, and I think uh, pharmacy has done a good job of, of showcasing that. I think what provider status means is it's just that national recognition. It's that recognition outside of pharmacy. Um, and that, and that's, the, that's the, the key thing um, to me. I know there's going to be payment tied to that and then the access tied to that as well. Um, I don't think it'll happen essentially right away, but there's 
there's other places in the country where that's kind of happening already. So I, I think the big thing with the provider status, like I said, is just that recognition. Yeah, so Brandon, they, they have state provider status, obviously. Obviously, the CMS Federal is what we're all um, aspiring and hoping for. When I look at it as a technologist, when I look at it as, as someone who is involved in pharmacy management systems, and I've watched ICD-9 transform and duplicate by 400 times the amount of codes to ICD-10, and I look at how many places you need to be filling out your electronic health record and electronic medical record, there's no way that you're going to be able to classify and accept and uh, verify all of those types of payments through those codes without having pharmacists recognized as being the ones who are servicing so many of those things that are classified to be paid for. So I think ICD-10 has kind of been um, the giveaway that CMS has to make pharmacist providers and recognize this provider. Yeah, I think that's that, that's a good point. And, and, and I know there was uh, initiatives um, in the past years that we, the pharmacy has actually gotten some procedure codes um, for billing as well. Um, and I, I think that even with the ICD-10, um, you know, that's just another way of, of recognition or, you know, there's these small wins across pharmacy, for example, in Pennsylvania, um, there's, there's nothing that exactly says that we are providers. But on the flip side, um, there really isn't anything that says that we aren't providers. Um, however, Medicaid in Pennsylvania does state that the provider is the pharmacy, not essentially the pharmacist. Um, so in that way, I see it as pharmacists are providing services that have value. Whoever sees that as well is going to pay for that value. Um, provider status or not, but it's, you know, it's just that recognition that affirms nationally um, to other stakeholders that wouldn't have considered it or thought of it, um, you know, just to, to recognize exactly what the pharmacists bring. Well, Brandon, I thank you so much uh, for what you've done in pharmacy so far. Um, you know, you're a, one of those uh, people that so many of us in, in the profession are keeping our eyes on. And um, thank you so much, by the way, for what you do for PPA as well. Oh, thank you. Fan of the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Well, that's a wrap for this year's 2014 Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association annual conference. Pharmacy's future is in the stars, and there were certainly some stars at this year's conference, um, which we so much appreciate the participation of all pharmacists who come to the uh, Pennsylvania uh, annual conference. Uh, want to uh, recognize the staff who does an incredible job. Patricia Apple, the uh, executive director, CEO of Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association. Um, Jenna Karge, uh, communications uh, conference coordinator. Thanks so much for all of your assistance. Uh, Mr. Donald Smith, Government Relations Manager. Uh, Courtney Box, Membership Coordinator. So important to continue to grow our membership for the PPA. And our Program Manager, Ms. Sarah Powers. Thank you so much for all that you do. Um, we want to invite Brandon uh, uh, Antinopoulos back, um, who is the new PPCN Coordinator. Um, which is shared with the University of Pittsburgh. Uh, we'd very much like to invite him back on the show to talk more about the PPCN and what that network can do for uh, pharmacists in the state of Pennsylvania, but also pharmacists nationally. 
Once again, thank you so much to the staff of the Pennsylvania Pharmacists Association, and we'll see everyone next year.